The Titan's Curse, Chapter 3, Bianca D'Angelo makes a choice. After seeing Dr. Thorne turn into a monster and plummet off the edge of a cliff with Annabeth, you'd think nothing else would shock me. But when this 12-year-old girl told me she was the goddess of Annabeth, I I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood. Join us as we journey back through a childhood favorite series. And see what lessons we can learn as adults from these books that meant so much to us as kids. All right. Welcome back to Return to Camp Half-Blood. Woo! Woo-hoo. <laughs> I don't, I don't, what a, that was an awful cheer. So half-hearted, yeah. I know. I, I, <laughs> Very I, I'm, excited. Anyways, <laughs> we this week are talking about chapters three and four of the titan's curse bianca d'angelo makes a choice and talia torches new england (laughs) this week we are joined by our most uh not what is most been on what i don't know the word for that most frequent Uh, i like most been on i'm a frequent flyer most been on frequent flyer (laughs) we are joined by uh return to camp half-blood frequent flyer (laughs) divi batia (laughs) as well as rory falmer also my best friend yeah i'm divi (laughs) a sidekick the nerdiest girl in the world next to me (laughs) (laughs) thank you uh rory would you like to introduce yourself to our our audience Yes, hello. Um, my name is Rory Falmer. I wish I had something to plug, but I don't. I am thrilled to be here. I love the podcast. Yeah. Um, and in terms of my godly parent, I think I'm a child of Hades. I promise Ooh. I'm not trying to be like big three, but Divya and I have discussed no, I this like at length. That. And I love that. It's appropriate. No, that's fun. So think- Rory and I Rory and I have been obsessed with Percy Jackson forever. So we I think I mentioned this the first time that I, I was on, but um we were blessed enough to take a trip to Greece in high school. And we were literally going around to like different places with I think I had a copy of my Blood of Olympus book. You did did noted on different parts, and we were like, This is where this happened, this is where this happened. Like we're I love that. Oh my god, we all would have been friends in high school. <laughs> <laughs> we made t-shirts with our cabin numbers i love that as you should i love that yeah Amazing. i use it as a hair towel now because i can't throw it away it's too cute fair oh, i love that i have a oh. lot of like like show shirts from high school and like elementary school and middle school that like don't fit me mm-hmm. but i just like can't get rid of so they just yeah. like fit yeah maybe maybe <laughs> <laughs> all right what what I started to bring up and then stopped bringing up earlier was in reference to the chapter titles. Um, Thalia or Talia? Talia, hundred percent. Talia. Okay, I'm glad, I'm glad we're all. I'm agreed. glad we're on the same page. <laughs> it's I, so funny because I I like I've always called her Talia, but then like I met a girl who spells it like that and pronounces it Thalia. And I was like, whoa. But I was like, they're different. They have to be different. They're not the same. (laughs) Well, that's how... So I was listening to the audiobook, and that's how they pronounce it. Well, the audiobook Mm -hmm. is Riordan. I'm sorry. Riordan is saying it that way. I'm not... Yeah, I just feel like... I feel like for the books, it's Talia. Even in real life, my experience isn't that way. I'm like, no, 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 no. no, no." It's Talia. It's Talia. Who call, you know because zoe has the e has or the o has the two dots on it some people like are just like oh that's zoe and i was like oh 
I don't know if that's a name. Yeah. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm pretty sure the presence of the dots like makes it <laughs> yeah. Zoe. Yeah. Like I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like without the dots, it's it's Zoe. Yeah. <gasps> that's a good point. Wow, we're linguistic. <laughs> I, I know nothing about like IPA or anything like that. <laughs> Oh not, my God. not IPA. Oh my God. I've been at work all day. Wait, isn't that what it is? International phonetic alphabet? Phonetic I don't know. Maybe okay, I, I was for right. like opera, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how like, you pronounce things, right? Okay. okay. I was right. But see, okay, I, I, I was, I'm not backtracking anymore. I right was right. Track, but then yeah, I was like, right. I've been at work all day and like IPA, like, our IPA at work is Wally Wachusets. That's uh, the beer we have on draft. That's an IPA. I oh wasn't God. sure if that's where <laughs> I was coming from. Yeah. Um, you're good. You were right. All right. Yeah, I right. you're I am close. correct. <laughs> you're close. <laughs> All right. This week it is Neve's turn to summarize. She is so ready. Let's Oh, do she it. is so ready. <laughs> It's a nice change from the weeks where she's like, oh, no, please do anything <laughs> thing. But listen, I am finally home. I've had a busy semester. <laughs> I had time to actually summarize. I'm ready. I'm prepared. I'm excited. High standards you're building for yourself. Thank you. Now I'm afraid I'm going to let you down, but I'm good. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. Summer. So Annabeth is gone, and it's pretty much Percy's fault. Um, Bianca joins the Huntresses, and Percy's really mad for some reason. Um, and then Nico asks us a ton of questions, and Artemis is like, I'm going to hunt a monster. All of you go to camp. And she calls Apollo, and he's cool as hell. And he has, like, a really cool car that turns into a bus, and Talia drives that bus very poorly and sets some buildings on fire, and they crash land into the Camp Half-Blood Lake. Whew. You have three Thank more you. seconds. Anything else? I think that was it. Apollo is hot. Done. <laughs> oh, Apollo is hot. Yeah, that is true. Important to I, like I, I can't say that because he's my godly parent, but like, <laughs> like yeah, I appreciate I, I, all of you saying that. <laughs> like, like no, that's my, cool. My favorite thing was during that summary, di- we we're on Zoom, so Divya is was making the like mouthing that like oh wait he's hot he's hot and i i felt i saw you guys have that moment (laughs) so funny well it's really creepy because technically all of us are related because we're all half brothers half sisters or whatever and it was actually in the chapter that like apollo's like hey so talia you're like basically my half sister but you're really i don't like yeah yeah i did not like that moment at all not enjoyable very upsetting Mm -mm. that also makes every single relationship at camp gross weird i literally don't even like to think about it i feel like didn't we talk about this last time you were here too maybe (laughs) i think we may have we've definitely talked about it before we've talked about before i think it was with you that the the relationships and genetics don't make sense and should not and let's not think about it too much All right, let's not but, think about it too hard. But but when they do say they're like, "You're my half sister," but you kind of cute in these chapters, it's hard to ignore. It's true, <laughs> unenjoyable. All right, before we jump into things we forgot about the chapters, we have our new segment, which <laughs> I don't know how long I'm gonna keep calling it a new segment for, but it's still new to me. Uh, um, Ava, it's her turn to suggest a song for our Titans Curse playlist that that goes with chapters three and four. So what do you have for us? Okay. I struggled with this. I had about 10. Um, and that, so I narrowed it down because I didn't know whether I wanted to go with the chapter about the Hunters or the Hunters, okay, whatever. 
or the Sun Chariot. So I'm doing one, but I'm giving an honorable mention. So my my proposed song is Salute by Little Mix. Um, because, <laughs> yes, thank you for the reaction. <laughs> it's so like also the lyrics are are fun because they recruit bianca and it's like ladies all across the world listen up for looking for recruits and like they get one um and (laughs) and so (laughs) but my honorable mention little mix no one else what (laughs) i said only we would know little mix I true. I love Little Mix. Little Mix is they're so wonderful. Good. Has, so has anyone heard their new album? Okay, maybe yes. we'll talk about it later. Um, <laughs> it's so good. Okay, um, but my honorable mention is just because it's funny. I so Big Yellow Taxi by Joni Mitchell because it's very funny to think of the sun as a big yellow taxi because it <laughs> kind of is one. <laughs> so those are my my songs. Um, Salute is the official pick, but I, I wanted to to say <laughs> the second one so is a big yellow taxi, taxi. what how does it's big like, yellow taxi there's something about farmers ddt right yes that's like in a verse yeah but it's like mm-hmm. it's like pay paradise put up a parking lot yeah 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 that one it's so fun harry sells it a cover of it i think oh yes i have seen that on tiktok yeah i will things these days I will put both of your suggestions on the playlist because last okay. week I, I did put both Beautiful Soul and American Idiot on the playlist. Okay, um, so we can, can we do two a week? Like one for each chapter? Sure. Okay. We're just making there, rules. I said there are no <laughs> rules here. Unimportant. <laughs> we decide. It's also more fun to have a longer playlist, I feel like. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And so far we have one for each chapter. So we're, we've already been doing it and we didn't even know. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. I have to mention something that I forgot and it's something I included in. So I'm just jumping ahead. Um, right. But like, that's what we were going to do anyways. But like, yeah. I have to mention something that I forgot that like, I don't know why this, why the hell I almost we're, we're cursing on this. Why the yeah. fuck is Percy so angry at Talia for joining the Huntress? Like, why is it any of his business? I don't, re- oh, yeah. I did not remember him being so mad about it. Oh, about Bianca joining? Bianca. Yeah. What? Like, it just struck me with, like, a like he has his own unresolved abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. And I think he saw Bianca as, like, this. I mean, I have yeah. no psychology degree, but that's, like, what oh, I, I love read that. into I it. love that analysis. Like, it's just, too. like, this guardian that Nico has. And, like, pers- what I forgot is I forgot, how, like, how little Nico was. Yeah, yeah. me too. My last memory of him is in Heroes of Olympus. Yeah. But I think Percy's just seeing, like, this poor little boy being abandoned and he kind of, like you know, pushed himself onto that. It honestly, the way I read it. It feels so selfish to me that she joined. Like, I'm like, because I have a little brother. I would, when, when we have no parents, I'm not going to just up and join this woman's fleet and leave my brother to go to a camp that like, I don't know about just for like what, immortality. I don't know. That's fair. It was also just a very, like, very much of a snap decision, you know? But at the same time, very influenced by, like, like, I know Bianca's obviously, like, a fragile person who's been through a lot, so, like, she would be very susceptible to that. But it also felt like, I don't know, something else was at work. Like, I feel like she made the decision so quickly. It just felt like something, you know. And didn't they use the word, like, dazed or something yeah, like in it like, like the dialogue with um, artemis and i was like that doesn't sound doesn't feel right well yeah. indoctrinating. i was gonna say it feels a little indoctrinating yeah. yeah 
Yeah. I think also another reason why Percy kind of had the reaction was like, I feel like his worst nightmare, he's thinking about Annabeth. We're all thinking about Annabeth. And I feel like his worst nightmare is like, this is going to spread. This is going to become a thing. Like all my female friends are going to join the Huntresses and I'm never going to get to date Annabeth. Like, I feel like that was a little bit of it. I think it's exactly, like at the end of this book, he kind of has that, like confronts that possibility and he's like, oh no. Mm-hmm. Oh no. He doesn't no, know he's oh, in love no, with Annabeth no, yet, no, but like he is. Also, fully, I mentioned last week, this is kind of Percy's fault. And what did we confront this week? This is Percy's fault. Like, Annabeth being gone. Like, yeah, kind of Percy's oh, yeah, fault. Completely. He would have just stayed. I yep. think... Team! Tal- <laughs> Tal- Talia is, like, kind of mean to him about it, but, like, not unreasonable. Like, oh, she's being oh. real. Talia's, like, yeah. going through some emotions. She's like... Like yelling and then like wiping a tear off her cheek, and I'm just like, girl. <laughs> I mean, like that's me most days, but I'm just like, you're in public. Here. You're in public. Yeah, going through a lot. Poor Talia. It's also just yeah. funny to watch, like hear Percy's like perception of what she's going through. That's like, true. She, she daintily like looked away and wiped a tear off her cheek, and I was like, oh, he's a little sensitive boy. <laughs> it is wild that like Percy is not the most trustworthy narrator because he's like kind of very unobservational and not good at p- people all the time. Like he's just <laughs> very much a middle school like an eighth grade boy. Yeah. And like so what he notices is very specific. And it's very it's very entertaining to watch like knowing that like what the perspective is looking back on it. I don't know. That was interesting yeah. to me. Yeah. Also, um, Artemis was 12 years old. That is a detail I remembered so well. Because I remember being like, what the hell is going on here? (laughs) Like, yeah. Bizarre. I definitely pictured her as an older woman. Like, 20s, maybe. Both of them I imagined in their 20s. And then her girls I imagined younger. Yeah, I, I even like listening to it and reading it. I still pictured her as older. I don't know why I can't. I, I don't do know too. what in me can't fathom that, but. I think I've always pictured her as older because I, I think of like, I don't know. I think of them all as like, at least like 15. Mm-hmm. So I think I think of Artemis as like 17, you know? Yeah. Also, it's bizarre to think of the, the like bickering scene between Apollo and Artemis between like a 17 year old and a, 12 year old like that just doesn't especially because the 12 year old has more power in the in the more power in the situation yeah yeah i think it's an interesting like parallel to watch artemis and apollo and think of nico and bianca interesting because it's so interesting they kept talking about how annoying nico was and i'm sorry but i didn't really get that vibe i was like he's just a baby boy he's a child He's literally 10. Like, cut and Artemis off. was like, we, like, you're not the only one with an annoying younger brother. And I was like, that was so uncalled for. <laughs> child. Yeah, it's like, it's one thing for Bianca to be like, yeah, my little brother's annoying because people, like, I'm annoyed by my little brothers. But like someone else, if someone else was like, your brother's annoying, I would fight them. Not okay. I, um, damn, lost my train of thought. My train of thought. <laughs> that's fair me all the time let me look I think I wrote it down 
Oh yeah. Um, first off, I definitely thought Zoe and Talia were the same person in my head. Uh, <laughs> second, <laughs> second off, that hurts. Um, when Zoe started coming out with like "Thou shall not die," the <laughs> I was like, what the heck is so dated? I love so much. (laughs) So works with her character. Okay, though. It makes me laugh. We were talking about Schitt's Creek earlier, and she just, it reminded me of Moira. (laughs) Oh my God. I love that comparison. And like, it makes sense because they are my two favorite characters in each franchise. (laughs) I guess I just like the people who speak a little funny. It is, okay. like, wild to think of this, like, 13-year-old character and, like, Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> like, imagine her playing Zoe Nightshade. I think we, that's a request for the Disney Plus it. series. I need it. Or at least the voice. Yeah. Yeah. That would, all the dots would connect in all of the universes of my brain. Like, favorite <laughs> actress, favorite character, like, boom, we're good. <laughs> Rory and I have actually been talking a lot and like we really feel like the Percy Jackson series would probably be better insured if it was a cartoon. Interesting. Like I want the live action. I'm just not convinced they can deliver. That's fair. And like budget terms. Mm. Like it's pretty hard to deliver a live action film like of like this because we were like when we rewatch the movies, I feel like a big part of our episodes on the movies is always like, like the special effects are good, but like they clearly spent all their money on the special effects and like didn't hire writers, yeah. or like only hired like two and like not good ones. You know, like they, it's pretty easy to burn money when it comes to live action special effects. So that does make a lot of sense for it to be a cartoon. It would be like financially more possible. Well, see, this is Disney though. That's real. And, uh, like, if we look at, like, Disney Plus's original content, the Mandalorian budget, huge. The Marvel shows, budget, huge. I guess we'll see when we, like, when the, like, WandaVision and the Marvel shows keep coming out, like, how, how they be doing uh, production value-wise. But but everything I've seen so far looks really good. So it gives me a lot of hope for, for the Percy Jackson series. I feel like Netflix is more the iffy one these days. Like, That's I don't true. Guys the we aren't as consistent. Movie, I'm not excited for that one. Mm. Yeah. Everyone was so hyped about that, and then they messed it up. <laughs> Unfortunate. That's I, one of my favorite shows of all time, and I just why mess with such a wonderful thing? Like, just that, let it exist. That's the thing. Like, I'm really scared that. Like, it's hard to touch something that sacred. Like, it's already a TV show, too. Like, it's not like a book that you're adapting. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I was really shocked to, like, see Nico, Nico in these books because, like, I just finished reading, a, like, the Heroes of Olympus series. Oh, my God. The boy has so much trauma. Like, he's so sad. He's so sad. And here he's just like, oh my god, Percy, can you surf? Oh my god. And I'm just like, oh. It was, I I was also like listening to these these chapters and I was just like, this is really sad. Like, yeah. just knowing all that he goes through and you see his trauma start. Like, you see the the ground being laid for what causes all of his trauma. And it's just like, Bianca abandoning him is like the first stone in yeah, or domino. Sure. Domino was the, the metaphor I was trying to go for. I don't know where stone came from, but <laughs> yeah. 
you like kind of watch it happen. And like, you know, like, or yeah, Brayden and I, we took a class. Um, it was our first year seminar and our professor, it was about like plays. And our professor would always be like, when you read the play backwards, you know, everything to begin, you know, and it's a great phrase, but um, it's like, since you know his story and you know, everything he's going through, it's like, you're reading the play backwards. Like, you know, like it sucks. Like you have to sit through it I and could, like, just know. If I could count the number of times that Ava has referenced that moment of this class on this podcast. I've definitely heard it a few times. I say the phrase a lot. (laughs) I I appreciate it. It's so true. Yeah, like facts. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also realizing now why he blamed Percy so much for a while. At the time, I really didn't understand it. But now I'm like, oh, he was attached to like the only male figure he had around. Yeah. Absolutely. And he was in love with him. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Spoilers. Happens. Spoilers. <laughs> it is a little bit of spoilers. Yeah, we, are, we are a spoiler-heavy <laughs> heavy podcast. It's true. So oh. if you... Hmm? <laughs> I think that's pretty much all I forgot. I remembered these chapters pretty well, I can't lie. I'm going to say the Apollo chapter seared into my brain. Seared into <laughs> my brain. For sure. Speaking of Apollo, uh, I was I I've always been really scared of heights, so mm-hmm. I definitely related to her. Talia's <laughs> wow, <laughs> like, I would have reacted the I worry seen me react the exact same way multiple times. If I would have died. No, I feel that this I'm also true. very afraid of heights. That's... Me too. I'm good. Yeah, they don't bother me that much. <laughs> Right, you're driving the big yellow taxi, I guess. <laughs> honored, absolutely. Honored. I, oh yeah, crying in the back. No, I was gonna say the last like thing that I didn't remember really was just how quickly this series of events happened. Mm. I just like Annabeth fell off the cliff, then Artemis is here, then Bianca signs with the hunters, then Apollo comes, and then there. I was just like, how nobody has any time to process anything. That just blew my mind. I was like, how did I just read this and move on? I was still like, Annabeth just fell off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like so different. Like we talked about how the initial book, like the first, like the lightning thief is like such a slow burn book. And like the first like eight chapters are just like setting up the world. And like, once that's done, we just go straight into it. Like I- I- the sea of monsters was also going straight into it. Like every single book is just like, we are on this mission now and like everything's going to happen at once. It's kind of like those, um, like it's, it's like the first season of a show where you're like, no, you have to get through the first season. Like it gets better. Like, <laughs> like that's how like the, the first few chapters of the lightning thief are. But at the same time you have that adrenaline, you know, to like want to dive into this like new world. So it's like, it's good that they just keep plowing through. Cause like, I don't know if I can handle it otherwise. <laughs> Well, The Lightning Thief is my least favorite book of the whole series, for sure. I agree, I think. Well, maybe, yeah. I, mean, I appreciate it. Yeah. We like it for what it is. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Um, I definitely, I'm still having such a hard time understanding what ambrosia, 
like that experience is like because they described it as you know Percy's always like thinking of like a brownie or like cookies that his mom made or whatever but it's like it goes in your mouth and it dissolves and I'm like what is this experience I've always been very against ambrosia and nectar because I don't like textures that don't match the tastes um and that's what bothers me a lot it's more nectar when I think they're in the first book when he like wakes up at camp and he's like drinking he's like it looked and had the texture of apple juice but tasted like warm cookies and it's like that sounds like the worst experience possible yeah (laughs) speaking of the worst experience possible i don't know i was trying to come up with a good transition but (laughs) i I couldn't oh interesting um we're taking this route for the segue another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Vanity. Right. <laughs> bad experience. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of vanity, um, when I was younger, I was convinced that I was Bianca. Um... And I was always so mad about that because I was like, she's literally not even in a whole book. She literally is alive for like a few chapters. Um, But now I was like thinking today and I was like, honestly, I'm not Bianca at all. The only reason I ever said I was Bianca was because she was the only brown girl. Mm. So that's legit. Yeah. Bianca though, I feel like, for the time she has, like, I remember being really, really sad, you know, when it happened. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, I do love her. I do love her a lot. But then I can't remember if she dies before or after the unspeakable incident that I will not discuss. Um, but then that just hit me like a truck. I was like, this book is so mean to me. <laughs> yeah, it. I think it's kind of impressive how even even though we we don't she's not in the book the books for a very long time she makes such an impact and her like her character casts a shadow on the rest of the books too which is really interesting true like she's brought up often i feel like yeah they even talked about her in heroes of olympus like how her spirit decided to like be reborn or whatever. Mm. Yeah. I love it. Um, uh. I feel so. like we all connected. This doesn't really have anything to do with vanity. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Give it back, anyways. Um, She's talking about herself, which is van. van. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you tried. This I'm is actually a little so bit hard. about vanity. I think that like Bianca and Nico were very were like self inserts for the reader. I agree. Like Mm -hmm. those two characters were like, oh, here's a boy and a girl 
that the reader can project themselves onto and be like, I could meet these people like one day, like maybe it'll happen to me. And then like, I think that was the initial purpose. And that's why we all like attached to them so heavily. And then they became like, after the, they were like, okay, here's your self insert. Now they're actual functional members of the plot line. Mm, like right. they weren't just like, like a, 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 a self insert character the entire time, because that would get really boring like just to like add another member to the the squad so they could like you could act like you're them um because that would get very boring so like they became functional members of the plot line but like the way that rick chose to do that was like devastating to all of us who attached to bianca and i understand that like the two had to become part of the story somehow but like it was i don't even know if he meant it as a self-insert like he might not have meant characters to be a self-insert, but they really functioned as one, especially for like little, like when we were reading them, like they were our aides. When you, you know? said self-insert, my mind immediately just envisioned like the Wattpad stories that are like, <laughs> oh, literally, like and Bianca like, and Nico were our, your names sort of things. And like, I don't think Rick meant it, but like, it, that's how it ended up. Mm. And then he killed one of them. <laughs> so, like, that was devastating. And, like, that kind of has to do with vanity because, like, thinking about yourself. I connected it back eventually. That I mean, that is, like, uh, I think self-insert fan fiction um, fits in the vein of vanity. And I think this is a good example of it. And I think it's also really interesting to think about how there was so much self-insert fan fiction written about this series. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. You know what? I will say, though, Rory finally got me to download Wattpad about maybe two months ago, right? And oh my God, my life has forever changed. (laughs) But anyway, so the first thing I ever read on there was a Draco Hermione fan fiction. Okay, yes. Um, And then I was like, oh my God, like, let me look up. And it was actually really good. And I was like, oh my God, let me look up like Percy stuff. And then I like saw them and I was like, you know what? I can't spoil this. Like, I don't want it to be sexualized. I don't want it to, I just let it be. One of the first things I ever remember reading on Wattpad was a, a Percy and Annabeth fan fiction where they like had a, had a kid and like raised a kid. Like, it was just like their day-to-day life of them raising their child. No, I, I can't with, with pregnancy fan. No, 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 no. For some reason, I don't know no, why. No, it wasn't pregnancy. Me, it, oh, it was the, the baby was already born. They was For just so- them raising the, the, I, the baby. I can't with, with care, fictional characters, kids though. Like that's where I draw the line. I'm like, it's about them. <laughs> I'm like, it's, it just has to be about them. No one divert the attention. That is so funny. What the hell? I don't know why that's just how I but I don't I honestly don't know if I ever read any for Percy Jackson I think I was like just Harry Potter like they what if this also happened like I, it was very just like I don't know but for Percy Jackson I don't think I ever I don't know I don't remember any I any. think I think with Harry Potter I think the thing is um so so much of the Harry Potter fandom wants so much about Harry Potter to be different <laughs> Mm-hmm. whereas percy jackson like for most of it i'm like yeah i vibe the relationships were good they were good exactly yeah i mean at the time though i remember when they kissed the first time 
in the labyrinth question mark it was the fourth book and I just like reread that page over and over and over again I was like yes 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 and then <laughs> Finally. I remember the second time they kissed in a bubble at the bottom of the lake I remember that and that was the peak of my life I agree it's that so was good top. Uh, I just want someone to make a bubble for me <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just want someone to make a bubble for us. Isn't that <laughs> what we all want in life? It's true. That is real. <sighs> wow. Wow. Vanity. I was going to say, in the. Vanity. I was going to say, uh, wait, Apollo. I have another point about. Okay. okay. Um, oh. This is just. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is just like sort of to do with vanity. I find it very interesting, Artemis's decision of appearance like i know we've talked i agree but why girl (laughs) like like, she explains why but i also don't really know why yeah there's a part of me that's like maybe she didn't appear slightly older because she didn't want to be like seen through that like teen sexualized gaze but at the same time like people are messed up and they do treat 12 year old girls in a terrible way you know so I'm like you did escape some of it but I I don't know like maybe that's not the reason I don't know it confuses me I can't stop thinking about I think Brayden you said this like some time ago about like how we just maybe we don't see younger girls as like more powerful or whatever or just younger people as powerful and I'm like trying to think and I was like yeah maybe that's why it bothers me so much yeah, that is interesting to think about. And I think maybe well, I know maybe that that plays into like the opposite of like humility on her behalf. Some like she doesn't want to appear above the um the rest of her hunters. Like she wants like mm. even though she's in charge of them, she wants to fit in in a certain way. She doesn't want to visually look that different than the rest of them. Like, she looks like she belongs in this group because she is around their age. Um, and she says that this, uh, in the chapter, she's like, most uh, most of my hunters are around this age, and this is why I choose to be this age, even though I could appear uh, whatever age I want. Um, whereas Apollo choose, chooses to be, like, a hot 18-year-old. Yeah, very contrasting with Apollo in this. Ed- <laughs> very contrasting energy. I will say my vision of the hunt definitely fits into like the Narnia world. Mm. That's how I see them. I get that. Especially in that line that I kind of forgot about that. The hunt accepts everyone, nymphs, half-bloods, everyone. And I definitely forgot about that. I I think that says something interesting about like the vanity of half-bloods to be like, oh, this world is just for us. It's just for us because we're special. And then Artemis is like, actually, like, anyone who wants to can be. Y'all just, like, have to be. <laughs> True. You guys think you would ever forego romantic relationships and gain immortality except in war? No. But when I read the books, I was like, yes. Like, I don't know, like, I did read the books when I was 11, so, like, that might be it. But, like, when I read books when I was 11, I was, like, a hundred, like, no questions asked. Like, I'm, Where do like, I sign up? Where do I sign? Yeah. And now that I read it, I was, like, oh, that would never do that. Like, 
why would I ever do that? <laughs> yeah. The weird thing is like in so many other renditions of the myth, like you hear different things about what they forego. Like sometimes it's just men. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I could make that work, you know? <laughs> yeah. But in this, it said romantic relationships. And I'm like, so what? So why the queer coding of Zoe? So why the queer coding? So it, that's a whole thing. But um, I think that's partially, that's the main reason why I feel uncomfortable with Artemis being 12. Because I'm like, he, he queer baits a relationship between the two of them, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so, so it's like, I think when I was young, I was like, I, I still thought I wouldn't just because like, I was very attached to the idea of like having like a real godly parent and stuff. But now I'm like, no, but for a different reason, but also what, what's the context? <laughs> like, what, what are we thinking? No, but like, if I can be gay, maybe. <laughs> then maybe. Basically what you just said. <laughs> yeah. Summed up. That's true. Yeah, I just, my whole thing was I never wanted to do it because the concept of immortality terrifies me. And I, I was just like, hard, hard pass. No, I'm on the <laughs> same page. Like, I don't, I it's not the giving up part it's the i don't want to be immortal like i'm fine especially being immortal and a middle schooler like speaking about vanity like i i'm i am i don't like love myself that much but i love myself more than i did in middle school so i wouldn't trade that for the world being 13 forever sounds horrible that's That's what you got i'm assuming someone here has watched the vampire diaries I have not. Or you know I have. <laughs> I know you have. None of you have? Mm-mm. Oh, my it's God. It's, like, on my list. Stop. Don't even talk to me now. Um, <laughs> but basically, <laughs> our podcast, the rest of us cannot. <laughs> my point is that in that show, it's a very sexual show, you know? But everyone that's a vampire on that show is, like, 18 to 21 years old, like, in their prime and I'm like um I don't think everyone gets turned into a vampire at this age so you know that if you have to pick one age to be the, bre- the rest of your life or eternity what age would you choose I don't know Not if I'm yet. there yet yeah I was gonna say, I don't, I don't know I'm still I feel waiting like... for my glow up <laughs> Same. I need to wait for my glow up we're fully 19 years of age that's so funny i feel like i'd have to be over 25 right like i have to be able to like rent rent uh rent a car <laughs> like that's it's true like that's the last milestone true that's hilarious also if you're if you're 18 what if someone was like i'll be 17 forever and just never vote like <laughs> oh like that would make me mad. Like if someone I'm really thinking about the 17. technicalities of immortality here, I really like this. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's like, vote. but it's also like immortality and eternal youth. Like the differences and similarities. Mm, true. Like, like your number keeps going up, but you look the same. So, like, like all the hunter, like most of the hunters could probably vote. I don't think they're registered as citizens of any country. The moon. Like the moon. <laughs> the moon. We'll join your coalition. <laughs> uh, speaking of the moon and the sun. Oh. When <laughs> whoa. <laughs> when 
I don't, this is kind of off topic uh, completely, but when Apollo's like asked about, so wait, are you the sun? Like what's happening here? Can you explain it to me? He's like, astronomy wise, very boring, but philosophically, this is why. And that was a lot. That was a lot for me in this children's book to think about. I loved it. I thought it was so cool. I loved it. A great well, me movie. too, but I was like unexpected. That's true. Yeah. yeah. The haiku. I'm sorry. Oh, yes. I even <laughs> screenshotted it. No, I me too. I like, I thought about that and I was like, it's so bad. I like read it and I was like, oh man, like that has the same vibe as something that I would do. Just like bust out in a public <laughs> place. Like not the, not the haiku exactly, but yeah, the vibe yeah. is there. I'm like, the I would do something. Exactly. I was I like, thought, I, I thought it was similar. So at the time. Okay. For <laughs> who haven't read it and are listening. This is the haiku. Green grass breaks through snow. Artemis pleads for my help. I am so cool. <laughs> and he is. He is so cool. He is. Like, honestly, like, he's the most vain character, but like, I'm here vain. for it. Like, I respect I it. That. Yeah. No, it's very funny. I was like, <laughs> I was rereading it like today to prepare. And I was like, oh, like, this really is my godly parent, huh? Like, I, <laughs> like, not in the vanity part, but in the way of like him just being like, ah, this is the moment for some art. <laughs> just like <laughs> busting it out. They mentioned that like he had like a limerick phase. I'm like, yes. <laughs> like that's so funny. I just I want to know the end of that limerick. Me too. Me too. Like I know that you can't include the end of that limerick in a children's book, but like, could Rick Riordan like message us and message us? Riordan, if you're listening, <laughs> you can <get> use <that laughs> the rest of that limerick. <laughs> that's so funny. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's any, pretty much what I've got on vanity. I can say, yeah, any more vanity. <laughs> so is it time for sass moments? Oh, I took a picture of, of them. Because I, I have options oh, this week. Yeah. My book is like so well kept. Nice. <clears throat> I have the hardcover. Oh. oh. I. Well, <laughs> you can you can really tell that this one was my favorite. I literally there are creases in the covers. There's like the binding is coming off, and like I was I was reading the chapter, and there's like a streak of like I'm going to guess chocolate on one of the pages. Oh my god! I was literally just gonna say my book. If I loved it, there's chocolate in it somewhere. Yes, yes, yeah. and you can so tell it's my favorite of the series. Yes. Weirdly, the only Percy Jackson book I have hardcover is Battle of the Labyrinth. And I don't know why. I don't big books to have hardcover. Choice. I have the last Olympian, but we all know my opinions on the, my favorite book in the series. Oh, well, my last Olympian is paper and barely hanging together. I love <laughs> the last Olympian so much. I read that so book good. Over. My only hardcover is the Lightning Thief, and it's my biggest flex. Is it's a first edition. I didn't know that Ooh. until last month. <laughs> when I was reorganizing my bookshelf, but I love that. I think my only hardcover is the Red Pyramid, if that counts. It doesn't <laughs> I count the as the Percy too. Jackson book, but it does count. Like as a red all pyramid. my other ones, yeah. 
I mean, like, if we're just talking hardcover books, like... <laughs> well, no, no, no. I have all the hardcover either. Harry Potter books. Me too. Actually, except for the first two. The first two are paperback. My family just why. owns them as a collection. Yeah. I love which that. Which is really dope. <laughs> all right. Sass moments. Sass moments. Sass moments. I have a couple, so you guys can go. I, I, have, I don't want to take away. I only have one, and I found her, so I'll go. Um, this is Percy talking about Talia's backstory and the brief moments of exposition we get in this book just to remind the reader what's going on. Um, And he ends it with, she'd only been back as a human for a few months now. And once in a while, she would stand so motionless, you'd think she was still a tree. Weird roast. Like, weird roast. I only picked it because I was like, what a strange roast. Like, I don't know why. Like, (laughs) it just made me laugh because I was like, weird roast. Like, it's just so strange to me, but comical yeah true (laughs) my moment is uh in this conversation between all of them really it's between all of them like this is (laughs) a group conversation um i don't know i introduced it like that anyways uh yeah and he said soon we shall have the most important monster of all the one that shall bring down the downfall of olympus the goddess was so still, she could have been a statue. Maybe he was lying, I said. <laughs> He's just like, but what if? Yeah. What if this Unless. was all a joke? Unless, Unless this was a prank. such a middle schooler thing. <laughs> <laughs> Unless this was a prank. <sighs> all right, Ava, yours? Sure. I mean, okay. Um... Yeah, I'll choose this one. <laughs> um, Zoe sat down at Artemis's right. She glared at me as if all the stuff Artemis had said was my fault. Like I'd invented the idea of being a guy. <laughs> 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 like, I love that. I feel like that's that's a theme throughout the series, really, is like Percy and his masculinity and yeah. his interpretation of it. And oh, absolutely. Women's, like, energy towards him yeah yeah so real true do you two have sass moments you guys covered mine honestly i I would say sass is always the hardest for me to come up with every time because Mm -hmm. i this is just percy i don't yeah But also, it's like totally fine. Literally, last week, I want it was either Brit. I can't remember which one of you, but I was like, I went last, and I was like, that was indeed my moment. <laughs> like people like steal each other's all the time. Yeah. So, my favorite thing is I often just share something that I found funny, and no one else does. <laughs> it's true. Chuckle <laughs> <Talk> a lot. <laughs> like, and she said yes. Ha ha ha. Like and it's like, like I don't know okay. why. I'm like it eats me. <laughs> that's it yeah we should start calling this segment it geeked me it geeked me oh my god wait can we we will from now on that's so Y'all, funny we really do this live like this 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 all develops yeah, this as is we the go. process you're in the writer's room, <laughs> you're in room. welcome to the writer's room <laughs> i mean i have two other little bits um, oh, you seem to want to share them so i can yeah <laughs> um 
Oh, <laughs> um, when Nico asked, like, how come sometimes it's them, like Helios and Selene, and, and sometimes it's you and Artemis? And Apollo just goes, downsizing. They couldn't afford all those temple sacrifices, so they laid off Helios and Selene and folded their duties into our job descriptions. <laughs> I was like, wow, Apollo, you're a businessman. I will say, that's capitalism for you. It is capitalism. And then when um, Nico goes, but how does it work? I thought the sun was a big fiery ball of gas. And then Paula's like, that rumor probably got started because Artemis used to call me a big fiery ball of gas. <laughs> I forgot about that one. That was marvelous. I liked that one. It was always very good at finding the sass moments. Like, Am I really? I, I'm honored. I feel like I'm bad at it. I think I just kind of choose like when my favorite characters say something a little fun. <laughs> yeah. A little fun. All yeah. right. Is it time for offerings? Sure. I Interesting. Think. That's something I haven't actually thought about yet. Guess who no. I'm going to give it to this week? I wonder. It, it could be one of I don't I don't know. It could be could be one of two people. Cuz it's going to be Talia. Yes. Cuz <laughs> I think the rest of you are going to go for the more like I I wanted to go for a little bit of a creative choice. Also, I love Talia. And she's going through it. Like, we've talked about it. She's going through it. This is a justified decision. She literally just came back from being a tree, and one of her closest friends has fallen off a cliff. Um, <laughs> and Percy is acting like an idiot. Um, and now Bianca, like, and she has a very intense feud with the Huntresses that are now going to be with her for a while. So, my friend goes to Talia. You're doing great. She's doing great. Yeah. Oh, always doing great, but, like, she's doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's definitely for baby Nico. Yeah. Mine is too. I'm I'm so shocked by his, like, who he is in this book. Yeah, me too. Mine is too. It's like an offering for Nico and like watching him lose his innocence. It's very sad. (laughs) Um, How old is he in this book? Do we know? He's 10. That's so young. That's so little. He's so small. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. I'm gonna jump on that train. My offering is for Nico as well. He needs all the love he can get. I just, poor baby. Yeah. I think okay, he's gotten a lot of love. So I think I will give mine to Apollo. First of all, it, what's like the reverse of nepotism? <laughs> like <laughs> give something to a parent. Yeah, because like he I mean he's my dad and like I Father's Day? I don't know. Like, yeah, like happy Father's Day, Apollo. Like <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I haven't heard from you for a while. Thanksgiving. Sorry, yeah. There it is. Spending this it with is your at, family. This is a little after Thanksgiving, but or posted it, oh. after, recorded before Thanksgiving and posted okay. after Thanksgiving. Look at okay. that. Very meta. Well, there's me um, you know, symbolically being with my family during this time. I I am giving an offering to my real life um father, Apollo. And, um, I, um, because I feel like it takes a lot to hand over your job of driving the sun to a 15 year old who's never driven before and was a tree for so long and to be so chill about it. Also to, to know when your haiku, when you messed up, (laughs) he corrects himself like a boss. Like I, I just have a lot of respect for his presence. All right. Who are we voting off then? I like thought about this for a while. Me too. Because like 
What What do you guys usually do criteria for? Just like, did bad. Did bad is our criteria. Rick is up for nomination as well. He is Rick, up for Rick is You're possible. Angry at Rick, you are able to vote him off the. You are able to give. <laughs> yeah, and um, potentially the screenwriters. There's no screenwriters for this, but, but for the movies, we for the movies, that. we've kind of we've passed that point of the series. But um, true, because I was thinking about this, and no one does like really bad in these chapters. No, I agree. I was also there with you. Because like I think the only person you could like maybe argue did poorly is Bianca, but like she had her reasons. So like. Did she do I, bad? Like, not really. I was very annoyed with Bianca. I was very annoyed with Talia. But I get why they're acting. Yeah. That's yeah. why the only tough. person I felt, like, frustration with was just Artemis when she insulted a 10-year-old boy. Exactly. I was thinking I just, that, That too. was my one issue. Yeah. But everybody so, else, I understand the motives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so who do want, people want to vote for? I don't know. Maybe we should just do like one collective vote for Artemis so it's not like five for her. Oh, I'm not voting for Artemis. I have someone else. Oh. Mine is Percy. Percy takes this way too seriously. Or like, not seriously, personally. Like, he takes everything that everyone else does in these chapters as a personal attack. That, okay, which that, is kind fair. of a theme that's of fair. him in this book. I'm good with shitting on Percy. We can all vote for Percy. Me too, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, Artemis is just kind of... It's hard... Like the Nico thing, like is kind of gross of her, but like she's doing her job, <laughs> you know. She is meant to recruit, you know. Yeah, so I'm like you're recruiting twelve year olds, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like if we think not, about it too much, it gets a little. Like a, it's not great. Yeah, but this but, is a tough chapter for it. Yeah, I vote for Percy though. I think I voted for him last week too. <laughs> He, it's it's just easy to dislike them or not to dislike, but it's easy to like be hard on the main character. Oh yeah, he okay. really deals with his male privilege a lot in in this book. It's so true. My vote is Talia. Bye, girl. <laughs> I think I'm gonna. Abs- Can I have attitude, but warrant? You know. <laughs> you abstain from voting? No. I'm gonna- this is a democracy, and our vote is important. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, you can abstain if you want. I don't know. Okay, thank I'm you. I'm abstaining. It's like I'm just being a dick. Like, sorry. <laughs> Love you too, Brayden. No, I'm abstaining. I don't know. I, there's like positives and negatives to everyone in this chapter, and I'm, I'm abstaining. I'm yeah. voting for Artemis. Period. I'm split between <laughs> Artemis and Percy. Can I do like a little half and half? Just take, you can. Just take an arm off each. Yeah. <laughs> I like that phrasing of it. And I'm off each. Um, speaking of cutting people's limbs or something, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think Rory, you sent me this. I don't know, it's on TikTok or Instagram or something. And it was like, isn't it so crazy that Percy's big fatal flaw was loyalty and his Achilles heel was like someone stabbing him in the back? I think I posted oh. this on I think I posted this on Return to on the oh, Camp story. <laughs> But it, it hit deep. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I think I do too. Interesting. I know. I saw that like um on the Return to Camps Explore page, and I like my jaw dropped. I was like, "That'd be real." Yeah, 
It'd be real. Wow. It's so interesting. I, this is sort of just what I'm interested in. So I'll, I'll geek out now. If Vivian geek I'll out. Do it. Um, but it is so interesting to think about like, because I remember that scene of um, him thinking about the part of his body, you know, that his Achilles heel is going to be in. And it's so interesting to think about like where we would localize that sort of like trauma, that sort of emotion in our body, you know? Mm. That is a really interesting, like the, yeah, I don't know. I I wish I had more like intelligent things to say about it. Like I wish I knew anything about psychology, Um, but it is interesting to think about like the physical manifestation of like internal trauma. I'm thinking about where mine would be and like, I, it's so interesting because there are like physical injuries that have given me like hell but then I'm like, there are also just like manifestations of like other issues that I've had that I have felt in other parts of me. So I'm like, like, you know, what is more like fitting? I don't know. It's so hard. Huh. Huh. Well, we'll meditate on it. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll sit on that. We'll circle back, regroup. Yeah, it's okay. seasons down the road. We'll have an answer for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, that's all for this week. Join us next week where we will be discussing chapters five and six. I place an underwater phone call and an old dead friend comes to visit through the theme of rivalry. Woo, that was some fun. I really twists. wasn't sure if you were going to get through that one. <laughs> I, I wasn't either. I was hanging on by a thread. <laughs> Well, make sure to follow us on all of our social media. We're at Return to Camp on any platform that matters. We also have a Redbubble store, a Patreon, and a website. Yes. www.returntocamp.com. We did it. <laughs> yes. All right. And thank you, Divya and Rory, for yes, joining us you. this week. It was so Woo. much fun to have you. Yes. Would you like to plug anything? Any projects, your Instagram, Twitter, anything? you can stream the podcast activist in progress anywhere you get your podcast our most recent episode um was about justice in the streets and our next episode will be about a founding father so and i don't have anything to plug but thank y'all for letting me on your podcast today it was lovely Yay. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you guys. Oh, always so fun. <laughs> always so fun. Yes. Oh. Bye. <laughs> and, then we, and then we wave. We wave, and we wave, wave at the camera. And we wave, and we <laughs> wave, wave in the audio. And we wave. and we wave and the audio fades out as Braden brings the music. <laughs> Maybe <in>. edits. Yeah. <laughs> magic. I edit the, I edit the beginning and the end of the episodes consistently. True. The middle, who knows? The middle. Toss up. <laughs>